0: For the Giants, one of the most spectacular vistas on this continent, any continent. Downtown San Francisco in the background, and we zoom into Candlestick Park in the southeastern corner of this city. For the first time in 27 years, a World Series game will be played in Candlestick Park. The Battle of the Bay continues. Game three of the 1989 World Series, the Oakland Athletics against the San Francisco Giants.
1: The San Andreas Fault Line began to form in the mid-Cenozoic era about 30 million years ago. It was first identified in 1895 by Professor Andrew Lawson of UC Berkeley who discovered the Northern Zone. Then, following the tragic 1906 San Francisco earthquake, Lawson concluded that the fault actually also extended into Southern California. So bottom line, it had been in place and very well known for a long time, but that apparently did not stop the construction of cities full of unreinforced brick buildings in the area. I have said it a lot on this podcast, my passion is baseball. I love the history, traditions, stories, strategy of this almost 200-year-old game. Today, I recount a moment that I remember as if it recently happened. I can see it that clearly. I skipped the tutorial class in order to race back to my dorm room to see Game 3 of the 1989 World Series. There had been a day off between Games 1 and 2 while they moved venues from Oakland to San Francisco. But because of the proximity, the series was dubbed the Bay Bridge Series and the Battle of the Bay, after the Bay Bridge separating the two cities on either side of the San Francisco Bay. I was watching the pregame when veteran color man Tim McCarver was recapping game two when the A's Dave Parker hit a drive in a right field corner and then the Giants' Candy Maldonado seemed to hesitate before throwing late to second base, allowing Jose Canseco to cross home plate with a run. Follow me, I'm getting to something. It was then when suddenly the picture scrambled and the audio started to flicker in and out. It all happened so fast. But then you heard play-by-play legend Al Michaels say, I'll tell you what, we're having an earth... And with that, the game was off the air, and the panic board went up. During that pregame, a powerful 7.1 magnitude quake centered in the Santa Cruz Mountains rocked the region from Santa Cruz clear through to Oakland. After this, the World Series was forever known by another moniker, the Earthquake Series. When the television feed was restored, players, officials, emergency staff were all on the field with their families and there was an audible ovation in the sold-out stadium, possibly from relief, possibly from nervous tension. Though the stadium withstood the shaking, much of the rest of San Francisco was not so fortunate. The city's famed marina district suffered massive damage that continued for days. In 1972, a strict building code was instituted to build earthquake-resistant structures and retrofit existing ones. But that's expensive. So that didn't get done everywhere, obviously. So therefore, there were whole neighborhoods built before 1972, ill-prepared, and in an area of the city where there was no underlying bedrock. Therefore, the liquefaction of the ground caused by the earth's tearing resulted in the collapse of many homes. But that was just the start of the dominoes to fall. Burnt gas mains and pipes also sparked fires that burned out of control for nearly two days. Then there were those bridges I mentioned earlier, that had previously been celebrated as symbols of the two cities battling for baseball's greatest prize. The Golden Gate Bridge shook and waved but the Nimitz Expressway and the San Francisco-Oakland Bay Bridge were demolished. 41 of the 67 victims of this disaster were motorists on the lower level of the Nimitz, who were killed when the upper level of the road collapsed and crushed them in their cars. The dollar figure was estimated to have been closer to $5 billion in 1989 USD, and is still one of the most powerful and destructive earthquakes ever to hit a populated area in the United States. The dollar cost of the tragedy, cleanup, recovery, and rebuild contributed in part to a deep economic recession that the state of California suffered in the early 1990s. It was known as the earthquake series, the Bay Bridge series, and the Battle of the Bay. And it was interrupted by a powerful 7.1 magnitude earthquake this day in weather history. Tomorrow is October 18th. And we're going back again for more 2005 hurricane action. Now, this record-breaking 2005 Atlantic hurricane season included three of the 10 most intense Atlantic hurricanes ever. Hurricane Wilma was the most intense tropical cyclone ever recorded in that Atlantic basin and the second most intense tropical cyclone recorded anywhere in the western hemisphere. That's tomorrow when we look back at the day when Wilma became a hurricane and then went nuts. On this day in weather history, with me, your host, Chris May.